Lalu climbed out onto the hot, dusty street in front of a massive wall the height of two men. She gazed up at the broken glass embedded into the wall's rim. Was it there to keep out thieves or to prevent escapes? Come on, come on, stop gawking like a country bumpkin, Chen said, herding Lalu toward the gatekeeper's house. The gatekeeper's stare made Lalu as uncomfortable as the garish purple jacket, apricot pants, and thick layers of makeup which Chen had insisted she wear. A new pullet ready for plucking, Chen said. The gatekeeper grinned. He opened a small side door. The madam will be pleased with this one. The sight of wide green lawns dotted with rock gardens, lotus ponds surrounded by graceful weeping willows, and a spectacular main house with carved wooden railings, vermilion columns, and green glazed roof gave Lalu no pleasure. She knew Ding was pleased that he had persuaded Chen to bring her here, for he had told her in one last conspiratorial whisper, I know from my days as a magistrate that this house serves only rich, famous, refined gentlemen. Do as you are told, try to please, and you are bound to be bought out soon and installed as a concubine, or perhaps even a secondary wife in some wealthy household. But she had her own plan, one that depended on her sale price being kept as low as possible. Doubling over as though from pain, Lalu felt under her jacket, seeking reassurance from the bulge of jewelry hidden in her waistband. Against the magnificence of the House of Heavenly Pleasure, it seemed abysmally insufficient to carry out her scheme. Hurry up, Chen said. Lalu's hands dropped from waist to feet. These shoes are too small. Chen grabbed Lalu's collar and twisted. You're creasing my jacket, Lalu said. He glared down at her. Don't rub the scales under a dragon's neck, he warned, pushing her past the spirit gate. One false move and you'll wish you had never been born.